The Legal Corner Podcast Series. Welcome to today's episode of The Legal Corner, a podcast which covers a variety of legal issues to keep you informed. Hosted by attorney at law Colin Dinoon and communication specialist Leonardo Torres. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Legal Corner podcast series. I am your host, Colin Dinoon, attorney at law. My co-host, Mr. Leonardo Torres, is absent today because of work commitments. In fact, Leonardo's availability will reduce for the remainder of the season, but I know that he will join us when he's able to do so. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the topic of adverse possession. There are many persons in this country and throughout the region who are residing on property that they did not purchase and to which they have no legal title. However, by means of the doctrine of adverse possession, they may be able to acquire title to the land based upon the time that they have been in occupation. Joining us on the show today to provide some perspective on this topic is Ms. Rene Iran, attorney at law and head of Millennial Chambers based in Rio Claro. I know that many of you would be familiar with Ms. Iran as she previously appeared as a guest on the podcast on our episode that dealt with divorce proceedings in Trinidad and Tobago. Good day to you, Rene, and welcome to the Legal Corner. Good afternoon, Mr. Dinoon, and thank you once again for having me on the podcast. Sure, call me Colin, no problem. I am happy to have you here, and I know my listeners will be thrilled to have you on once again to share from your wealth of knowledge and expertise. So we're going to get right into it. I want you to tell us what is meant by the term adverse possession. Adverse possession is a common law rule which allows a person who does not have the paper title to land whether it is a deed or a certificate of title. This rule, it allows for them to claim a right to land based upon their possession of the said land, although the land is actually owned by another person who we refer to as the paper title owner. So... When we talk about adverse possession, we are the we are looking at persons who are, would have been squatting on a person's land. Yes, yeah, so adverse possession is usually considered um, the law of, for squatters, squatters' rights. Now, how long does someone have to occupy a property before they can claim it as their own? In order for a person to successfully claim adverse possession to a parcel of land and subsequently in order for them to obtain legal ownership of the said land, that person needs to be in exclusive, continuous, and undisturbed possession of the land for at least 16 years. All right. Now, is that 16 years a strictly applied rule, or are there circumstances in which someone may be in occupation for less than 16 years and they would be able to establish that they were an adverse possessor? So 16 years is the um, the least amount of years that the person needs to be occupying the land. So it's a must that they must be on the land for 16 years or more. That's according to the legislation. Can you tell us the legislative framework that would govern this area? So the Real Property um, Limitation Act is the um, legislation that governs um, this area of law. Now, I heard you mention the whole aspect of undisturbed. Possession. What what is meant by that? Okay. 
So the meaning of medicinal possession is that a person that is in adverse possession of land, they are enjoying the land exclusively and freely without any interruption from any person, including the landowner. Now, in order to be in possession, right? So, for example, if someone doesn't build any property, but they would have been um, planting a garden on the land, or they may have been seen about animals and stuff like that, would that, over the requisite period of time, would that be enough to show that they would have been acting in undisturbed possession? Um, do you mind repeating that? So in scenarios where someone would not have built a building, but they would have been making a garden, you know, planting fruit trees and so on, raising animals and so on, would that be enough to establish adverse possession? Yes. So all of those activities that you mentioned um, could be considered um, substantial to be considered in adverse possession of the land. So um, rain of animals, planting of trees, um, planting of crops, even fencing the property could be considered as acts of um, occupation on the land and could um, let somebody be entitled to claim adverse possession of the said land. So when does the application of the law of adverse possession apply? Is it that it only arises when there is a dispute as to the ownership of the property? Or is it that as soon as the 16-year period has elapsed, elapsed, this person would automatically be entitled to treat the property as their own? Yes, so you are correct. As soon as the 16 years has elapsed, that person can be considered in adverse possession of the land. Usually it goes to court if um, someone um, tries to get them removed from the property, they can assert their claim um, of adverse possession of the property in their defense. Okay, this is a very interesting discussion. At this point in time, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back and thank you for staying with us. Um, Renee, moving along in the discussion, I want you to tell us a bit about the difference between dispossession and discontinuance of possession. The difference between dispossession and discontinuance of possession is that dispossession refers to a situation where a squatter comes in and through his possession of a parcel of land, by virtue of adverse possession, causes the paper title owner rights to the land to be extinguished. Basically, the paper title owner failed to exercise his right to get that person in possession of the land before the expiration of the limitation period, therefore becoming dispossessed. This continuance of possession, on the other hand, refers to 
a situation where an owner goes out of the land and is followed into possession by squatters. So there is indeed a difference between those um, those two elements, but the, the result would be the same in that the person would um, be deprived of their property yes. by means of adverse possession. All right. Now, what is the legal process for obtaining title by adverse possession? In order for a person to obtain title to land by virtue of adverse possession, that person will need to make an application for a vesting order from the High Court. Firstly, through an attorney at law, an applicant will have to prove to the court that they have enjoyed exclusive, continuous, and undisturbed possession of the land for a period of 16 years. The details of their possession will be included in their written application. Secondly, the Registrar General's Office must be served with this application. Thereafter, the Registrar General Office will conduct two reports, which are a report on title and an on-site investigator's report, which will also be submitted to the court. And thirdly, prior to the hearing of the application, notices must be issued. Notices to the neighbors adjoining the property, um, the notice of application, it must be served on all persons with a legal or an equitable interest to the land. And before the final order is made, the court is required to direct that notices of the application be placed in daily newspapers. So these are just a few of the actionable legal steps that a person must take in order to obtain title by virtue of adverse possession. Right. Would a, a survey of the property also be required? Yes. So that will be um, that will fall under the written application that has to be done. Um, by the applicant. So that's what kind of form um, the applicant's application. Now, we've spoken a lot about the squatters and persons who may be in want to adverse possession, you know, want to adversely possess other people's property. But what remedies are available to the landowners now, persons who may be owners of properties and they, they have illegal occupants in their land. What, what sort of remedies are available to them? If you are a landowner of a parcel of land, whether it is by a deed or a certificate of title, you need to be aware of the law of adverse possession. Because failure to actively check on a property can result in unauthorized persons occupying it, and if they do so for at least 16 years, understood, there's a chance that they um, can become the true owner of the, um, could lose the title. So landowners should be advised that periodical checks must be made on their property. If there are tenants on the property, ensure that you collect rent from them as long as they reside on the property. And if you are given persons permission to occupy your property, ensure that you put it in writing and have them sign an agreement acknowledging that you are the owner of the property. Ultimately, it is the responsibility of the landowner to inspect your property and take the necessary steps to protect your interest. So even things like putting up a fence or putting up a wall and all those different things would be helpful. All of those things would be helpful, yes. So we are covering it from both sides, those who may be squatters and also those who may be 
landowners. Now, I just have one final question before we go. This is going to be a short episode today. But in terms of persons who may be squatting on state lands, right? Because um, there may be many persons who may uh, just put up a home somewhere, not knowing who the owner would have been when, in fact, it is owned by the state. So does this affect in any way the whole aspect of adverse possession if someone wants to apply for a vesting order and so on? So in the, um, in the case of land that is owned by the state, um, under private owner, uh, if, it's, if someone is claiming adverse possession of land under private ownership, they need to satisfy that they have been in adverse possession of that land for 16 years. Whereas for state-owned land, it needs to be 30 years. So a, a much longer time frame is required for state yes. lands. Yes. But other than that, the legal process would be the same in terms of going through the application for the vesting order and so on. Would it, would it be a similar process? Yes, it will be a similar process. Okay. Now, I just want to say that we are in the Legal Corner podcast series we are not encouraging persons to go out there and grab land, and we are not encouraging any illegal activities. We are just providing information on a topic of legal significance. So on that note, uh, Ms. Iran, I would like to sincerely thank you for coming on to the podcast today. It has indeed been a pleasure chatting with you again, and I know that, like I said in the introduction, the audience would truly appreciate what you have to say. Thank you once again for having me. You are most welcome. Now, folks, this has brought us to the end of another episode of the Legal Corner podcast series. I want to remind you to check us out on social media. On Facebook, we are the Legal Corner podcast series. On Instagram, we are at the Legal Corner podcast. For those of you who may be outside of Trinidad and Tobago in North America and other parts of the world who may be interested in supporting us, we are on Patreon. So you can check out our link and support our work. Now, if you enjoy the show, I'd like to ask you to share it with your friends and family. Feel free to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. We'd also love it if you subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss any of our future episodes. Now, so far, we have had listeners coming in from more than 30 countries. And we'd really love to hear about you, where you all are from, uh, what you like about the podcast, if you have any ideas, if you have any guests that you would like to see come on to the show. So why not drop us a line at our email, thelegalcornerpodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on our Facebook or Instagram pages. Special thanks to the members of our promotional team who are helping us to get our message out. Bye for now, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Legal Corner podcast series. For more information, please visit us at our Facebook or Instagram pages or send your comments to thelegalcornerpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.